Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Monday, January the 9th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 through 20. For the past several days, and even uh, perhaps uh, the past uh, two weeks, we have centered our attention on the Gospel of St. John and on the various uh, letters, mainly the first letter of St. John. There are three, John 1, 2, and 3, but mainly the first letter. And now we shift to the Gospel of St. Mark. St. Mark's Gospel was the first Gospel written, uh, probably around maybe 50, 55 A.D., uh, those kind of dates are not uh, precise, hence there is a kind of leeway there because of dating and all the things that scholars and those who devote themselves to uh, such important things so that we have that kind of historical perspective. But Mark is considered the uh, first of the Gospels. It's also the shortest of the Gospels, 16 chapters. And uh, the Gospel of Mark, the center of the Gospel of Mark's uh, presentation about the teaching, the life, the death and resurrection of Jesus, is found in chapters really 8 and 9. They center on the cost of discipleship, on what is involved in following Jesus faithfully each day in our lives. And hence, it is the centrality of discipleship, of living, living the Christian life. And it involves dying to ourselves. Uh, the dying to ourselves is uh, a difficult task, and that's why we are in need of God's grace in our prayer, the fortification of the sacraments, to draw closer to Christ, who carried our cross. And we are called in our daily lives to carry our cross and lift our burdens, great and small, and unite them with Christ so that we grow closer to him in his passion, his death, so that we may be one with him in his resurrection, in the glory of God for all eternity, with God. And so... <clears throat> That gospel centers on the actual living of the gospel. And it fits perfectly after our discussion of the epiphany and the call to be an epiphany people, a people who each day bring the light of Christ to that part of the world that we touch, in our own homes, our places of business, where we travel each day, uh, we are to be the light that reflects Christ. Again, we ourselves are not the light. We reflect that light. And the same is uh, true following John the Baptist. When asked if he was the one, are you the one who's coming? Are you the Messiah? 
Are you the promised one? And John says clearly, I am not. In fact, I am not worthy to untie his sandals. And he directs his own disciples to the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And John's disciples leave John and follow Jesus. And so in our own life, we are to die to ourselves. We are not the light. We are blessed, profoundly blessed, that through the gift of faith, that great gift of faith, we are to reflect Christ. And hence, with the Magi, we present our gift, the most precious of gift, the gift of ourselves, to Almighty God each day, and in so doing, in loving God, we love our neighbor. And that love of neighbor begins in the home, begins with loving those with whom we share life, in many instances has given us life. And charity and love begin in the home. And it radiates out to the larger world in which we live. And so this day, we center our attention as a follow-up to the call of the first disciples. Uh, John, Mark tells us that after John was arrested, as we know, Herod has him arrested, and he will eventually be martyred. Uh, Jesus appears in Galilee, and he proclaims the good news of God. This is the time of fulfillment. Now is the time. There's not some later and more convenient hour. <clears throat> we can't go back to yesterday. We don't know about tomorrow. It's the reign of God is at hand in the person of Jesus. Reform your lives and believe in the good news. Reform your lives. As we are still very early in this new month of this new year, it's also a time of looking at our lives and seeing those areas of our life in which we are in need of attention. God's grace and our effort, our willingness to open ourselves to grace and to truly change our lives, to have that desire. It's not all up to God. It's not hopeless. It requires a cooperation between God's grace and the way in which we live that grace, we live the gift, and believe in the good news, not simply with our lips or with our minds, not simply with going through the motions, but it is really to believe from the heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And we carry that out in our everyday lives and all the ordinary things we do each day. And as Jesus is making his way along the Sea of Galilee, he observes Simon and his brother Andrew. And what are they doing? Well, they're cleaning their nets. They're fishermen. That's their occupation. Southeast Louisiana, we, uh, fishing is a big industry. It's not simply recreation. Many generation upon generation upon generation. 
they have made their livelihood, they have taken care of their families, and their life, uh, to a larger part, is taken up with, with fishing. Uh, and some have expanded that into even large commercial enterprises of fishing, seafood, from the Gulf of Mexico to the various inlays in Louisiana, and all the beautiful and bountiful uh, fish, crawfish, crabs, shrimp, all kinds of seafood that nourishes so many and delights so many, not only in Louisiana, but around the world, certainly throughout our country. And Jesus looks upon them and he says, come after me and I will make you fishes of men. Simple, come after me and I will make you fishes of men. In other words, Jesus calls them in their everyday lives. This is what they've been doing for years. This is what they know. This is what they have inherited from their, from their fathers and their father's fathers. But now it will be elevated in their everyday will now be raised to a new level of fishing. They will now be looking and preaching the good news with Jesus so that others may come to know the Lord. And their response they immediately abandoned their nets and became his followers. They were struck by grace. That's, that, that's a, uh, in many ways, it's, it's shocking, isn't it? They leave everything. Immediately, St. Mark tells us. And they follow him. They follow him. And then they go, Jesus goes a little further and he catches sight of James, Zebedee's son, and his brother John, the sons of Zebedee, James and John. And they too were in their boats, putting their nets in order. He summoned them on the spot. They abandoned their father, Zebedee, who was in the boat with the hired men, and they too went off in his company. It is within our everyday life the cleaning of our nets. And the nets are symbolic, huh? They're symbols of all those things that will claim us today. All of the duties and obligations, all of the work, all of the activities, all of the things we have planned and all of the things that will arise in this day that's unplanned. And sometimes it's more unplanned than planned, as we all know. And so... In all of that, we follow the Lord. Follow the Lord. And the nets are not meant to trap us. They are meant to be used by God in a deeper way. The work that we have to do today, whatever we have planned today, it's not a net to catch us. It's a net that we may spread we may cast out onto the waters of the everyday so that others may know the Lord by the way in which we speak, 
the way in which we act, our thoughts, our desires, do they reflect the presence of God in the marrow, in the very center of what we do today? And they went off in his company. Today is a day of living the epiphany, living being the light that shines in the darkness of the world around us, and that light is Christ. It's a great blessing and a great privilege, think about it, to be a light of Christ, a Christ-bearer. And yet that's what we are called to, that's what we are privileged to be. That's our vocation, to be a Christ-bearer. So may today, as we begin on this Monday, and stretching forward to whatever days the Lord may grant us, let us each day be a people of the epiphany. Let us reflect the light who is Christ. Let us be that light in that part of God's world that we touch today, all to the glory of God. And then, all that we do each day will be a blessing. A blessing to us and a blessing to others and offered as a grateful gift back to God that he has touched us and called us to abandon things in order to truly find them. Find them in a deeper way. May we be the light of Christ this very day. God bless you.